0: Welcome to the Make That Money Honey podcast. I'm your host, Sandra Jo, and each week I will be bringing you a combination of interviews and solo episodes with industry leaders in finance, entrepreneurship, and women in business. As a former certified financial planner turned financial coach and entrepreneur, I will be sharing my knowledge on how to have better conversations about money within your marriage, relationships, and family dynamics. I will also be teaching fundamental financial literacy about all of the topics that you wish you learned in school. This podcast will get you to think outside the box, create more abundance in your life and improve your money mindset. So make sure to follow and tune in weekly. And it would mean the world to me if you shared these episodes with a friend and left me a five-star review. Welcome back for another episode of the Make That Money Honey podcast. Today I am inspired because I started reading this new book and I'm actually forcing myself to read more these days. It was something that I really wanted to achieve in 2022 because I have this amazing bookshelf full of books that people have recommended to me. And one of them in particular came highly recommended called Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. And it's so good that I'm going to actually read you a little bit of the uh, text in one of the, in one of the chapters, because I was lying in bed reading it last night and I realized that over the last 12 months of business, I have been spending a lot of energy talking about my business and talking about all the things I'm doing, talking about what's coming up, you know, course launches or client wins or things like that. And I was getting frustrated because I was spending a lot of time on marketing. I hired a social media manager. I hired somebody to improve my website and do my email marketing and all this stuff. And I still wasn't getting any clients in, in like the last eight months. And I was just feeling really flattened because I was doing all this work and no money was coming in. I was having virtually no results. And I started thinking about this a little bit deeper in the last couple of months. And I started making some connections with some financial planners, some other professionals, and building my audience in a way that I'm adding value and getting my name out there in front of other people's audiences so that these people are like, oh, she actually knows what she's talking about. We want to work with her. And In the month of April and May, 2022, I had my two highest income months in my entire business. And for context, it was a 15 K month in April and 20, almost a 20 K month in May. And this was huge for me because I have been pouring thousands and thousands of dollars into my podcast, into my business, paying my own living expenses and living off of my investments and my savings for the last year and a half with having some client work, but not a ton. And I started looking deeper as to what I actually needed to build my business. And the thing that I was the most scared about and the thing that I was procrastinating the most on, which was actually reaching out to people and getting clients and getting them on consultation calls so that they could explain to me where they're at. And then I could tell them how I could support them in their financial journey And once I started doing this, that's when my whole business started to change. That's when I started getting people signing up. And then I started getting some clients having amazing results. And then these clients started telling their friends and their family. And then I started getting all these referrals, which led to a very big month of April and a very big month of May. And I was reading this book last night, Ego is the Enemy, and I reflected on my last 12 months in business and I did a bit of a journaling exercise on it. And I, this is the first time ever that I've taken a pen and a highlighter and I've written in the book. I saw one of my girlfriends who's an avid reader. She does this all the time. And I was like, oh, that's really smart. Because then when you have something really important that you read, you can come back to it and I just feel like sometimes I just read and I don't retain, but then I'm like, I know I read something really good, but I don't remember what it was. So I I'm gonna, you're going to hear me flipping through my book right now, but I'm going to read you a couple passages from this one particular chapter in this book, which is called talk, talk, talk. I think it's like the, I don't know, third, third chapter in or something. And I've, um, put, I've highlighted and I've boxed some text. So one of the uh, one of the examples that they're using is of an author. So it says the writer and former Gawker blogger, Emily gold, a real life Hannah Horvath, or if there was ever one realized this during her two year struggle to get a novel published though. She had a six figure book deal. She was stuck. Why? She was too busy spending a lot of time on the internet. That's why And I'm so guilty of this myself. She writes, In fact, I can't really remember anything else I did in 2010. I tumbled, I tweeted, I scrolled. This didn't earn me any money, but it felt like work. I justified my habits to myself in various ways. I was building my brand. Blogging was a creative act. Even curating by reblogging somebody else's post was a creative act, if you squinted it was also the only creative thing I was doing. So in other words, she did a lot of what us, you know, what we do. And when we're scared or overwhelmed by a project, she did everything but focus on it. The actual novel was supposed to be working on stalled for over a year. It was easier to talk about writing than to actually do the writing itself and she was getting so excited about things that were related to the art and creativity and literature than if she was to actually commit herself to writing the book so she's not the only one someone recently published a book called working on my novel filled with social media posts from writers who were clearly not working on their novels writing like so many other creative acts is hard. Same with content creation, same with podcast creation, sitting there staring mad at yourself, mad at the material because it didn't seem good enough and you didn't seem good enough. And then questioning yourself about if you should bother publishing it, if it's worthy of, you know, making it on your podcast or making it into your book or into your social media. And then you end up wasting hours and time and energy. So, the book says, in fact, many valuable endeavors we undertake are painfully difficult, whether it's coding a new startup or mastering your craft, but talking, talking is easy. And I'm so guilty of this on my Instagram stories. I'm like, I'm going to do this and I did this and I'm going to do that. And then at the end of it, I'm so drained by social media that I actually don't feel like doing the work. And the book says, We seem to think that silence is a sign of weakness, that being ignored is tantamount to death, and for the ego, this is true. So we talk, 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 as though our life depends on it, when in actuality, silence is strength, particularly early on in any journey. As the philosopher, and as it happens, a hater of newspapers and their clutter, uh, Kierkegaard, I don't know if I said that right, warned... Mere gossip anticipates real talk and to express what is still in thought awakens action by forestalling it. And it says most people are decent at hype and sales. So what is scarce and rare silence, the ability to deliberately keep yourself out of the conversation and, and subsist without validation. Silence is the respite and the, of the confident and the strong. A man's best treasure is his thrifty tongue. And I just love this part of the book so much. I know that was a little bit wordy, but it was talking about how when we are new to anything and we get this imposter syndrome and we start to have self doubt and we just feel like we should be doing all of these things But instead of actually doing the hard work, we talk about social media, we do it, we talk about it on social media, in our stories, in our posts, we get creative and make all these beautiful posts about our business. But then when it comes down to actually doing the business, we don't allow ourselves the time and energy to get in the business and build the strategy and get our clients results or our, or our deliver on the value that we preach about in our actual business. And the book goes on to say, research shows that while goal visualization is important, after a certain point, our mind begins to confuse it with actual progress. The same goes for verbalization. Even talking aloud to ourselves while we work through difficult problems has been shown to significantly decrease insight and breakthroughs. So even talking aloud to ourselves while we work through difficult problems has been shown to significantly decrease insight and breakthroughs. Oh, I love that. Cause I talk to myself so much and I constantly make lists of things to do and tell myself I'm going to do stuff. And then before I know it, the day is over and I haven't done any of it. After spending so much time thinking, explaining and talking about a task, we start to feel that we've gotten closer to achieving it. Or worse, when things get tough, we feel we can toss the whole project aside because we've given it our best try, although, of course, we haven't. Oh, I just love this part so much, this whole page I highlighted. It's just so relevant. It's so relevant, and I feel like it's speaking directly to me and my business because there have been some significant challenges is in my business that I have delayed and procrastinated on for months, including recording solo episodes on my podcast, because I'm like, Oh, does anybody want to hear that? Oh, is that important? Should I talk about this? What if people judge me for this? Blah, blah, blah. Then the book goes on to say, the more difficult the task, the more uncertain, the outcome, the more costly talk will be. And the farther we run from actual accountability. So the more difficult the task, the more uncertain the outcome, the more the further we run from actual accountability. It's sapped us of our energy desperately needed to conquer what Stephen Pressfield calls the resistance, the hurdle that stands between us and creative expression. Success requires a full hundred percent of our effort and talk flitters part of that effort away before we can use it. And I just feel like this has come up more and more in my life, not just in my business, but in my personal life as well. There are so many people out there talking, promising results, telling you about what they've done, telling you about how to win, telling you about how to make your next million dollars or hit your first six-figure month. And yet nobody is telling you how hard it is to actually do the work, actually sit on consultation call after consultation call or follow-up email after follow-up email finding prospects, getting discouraged because you've talked to 10 clients and not one of them wants to sign up. People don't talk about this. They just talk about their wins. They just talk about all the things that they're doing and they're not sharing all of the struggles and all of the heartache and all of the late nights and the, you know, frustration and the feeling completely flattened and out of energy and out of ideas that an entrepreneur feels as they go through this journey, or as anybody feels as they go through a journey of trying something new and not necessarily feeling like they've succeeded at it. So, this is a practice that I am going to incorporate a lot more into my life, and that's doing the work first, getting the results and the accountability first. And then talking about it and then talking about the wins and not saying, oh, this and this and this, and then realizing that, you know, I haven't actually saved any of my energy for getting my clients the results for dealing with the problems in my business for creating a new strategy or whatever, starting a business and figuring it out half the time when I'm talking to myself on my stories or on a podcast for that matter. I'm talking to myself for my own reiteration of what I'm doing. It's like, oh, maybe I should be doing this. Maybe I should be prospecting in this way, as opposed to just actually going out and prospecting (laughs) or sending the follow-up emails or, you know, checking in with people that I met with a long time ago that said that they wanted it and needed it and then never ended up signing up. So, um, I just loved this book. I'm going to link it in the description. It's called Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. He's got some amazing books. I've I've recently found him as an author. Uh, he's got another one called Stillness uh, is the Key. I think it's called Stillness is the Key. Uh, that's another one that has come highly recommended. So that's next on my list. And What I am promising myself for the next six months in business, because at the time of recording this, it's mid June, 2022, what I'm going to promise myself for the next six months of business is really showing up and doing the work that I have been procrastinating on so much and spending less time caring about what I'm showing people I'm doing and more time doing the things that I actually say I'm doing you know, talking to clients, doing the follow ups, doing the post post meeting emails and action items, and making sure that my clients are getting amazing results so that they can start referring their friends because I've had six new clients start in the last month, which for me has been an absolute game changer in my business, but not only that but in my self confidence as a newer coach, and I say newer because. I'm not new to finance. I've been in finance for seven or plus years, but I am new to the online space and it does take time to get used to doing business in a whole different way. And I think that's part of what I was saying when I was talking about all these different things that I was doing in my business and actually just doing them, sitting down and, you know, doing my CEO day and planning what I need to do to get ahead, to get that next win for my people and have a wow experience in my business. So if you take anything out of this, talk is cheap. Talk is an emotional and energetic drain on your productivity. It is not an income producing activity. It is something that is going to waste your time and your energy And if you really want to start succeeding, if you really want to start getting results, it's holding yourself accountable to the daily actions and doing the boring work that is going to propel your business forward and not being afraid of not knowing what to do. Just throw yourself in, figure it out, give it a try and, uh, you know, reassess as you go, make changes as you go, but you won't know until you actually try. It's not all about marketing and sales. It's totally about finding clients, doing the work and getting it done. Thank you so much, guys. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. And if you love this episode, please share it to your Instagram story and tag me at sandra.m.jo. I would be forever grateful if you left me a five-star review and sent it to a friend so that I can reach as many people as possible. For more information on my financial coaching and how we can work together, check out my website at sandrajoe.com. And until next time, have a great day and go make that money, honey.